Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Pushing Buttons podcast with Annie Poo and Marks. I think normally it's Marks and Annie Poo, but Marks isn't here today. I'm in full control. He should be scared because, you know, when he puts me in control of things, it gets a little scary. Last time I recorded it at uh, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I think that's what he thinks that I'm doing right now. But um, thankfully, or not thankfully, depending on what kind of episode you were looking for this time, I invited somebody to join us. Um, Here on the Pushing Buttons podcast, we have our slice of life esports thing going on, right? And I wanted to bring in somebody who talks good about esports so I don't have to talk good about esports because like you know when I try to talk good about esports uh I'm not sure if it's coherent which is kind of bad for somebody who records a podcast but um anyways before we get started and I introduce our guest to you guys today we have a message from Marks so let's uh let's listen in see what he has to say Hi, Pushing Buttons Podcast. Mark's here. Uh, I'm on vacation right now, and uh, Annie gave me a couple of questions to answer quickly. Uh, Question number one, how is my vacation going? It's going fantastic. It's nice to decompress a little bit. It was out in the Highlands. Now, in London, there's the London Eye. That literally could be any generic Ferris wheel ever, and I could be lying to you, but you're just going to have to trust me on this one. And uh, question number two... Yeah, Annie 100% recorded this podcast again at 3 o'clock in the morning alone. Here, okay, here's a, here's a little bit of a fun story. I literally asked Annie, I was like, yo, we could, we could record something before. You don't have to record this alone. And Annie was like, no, I'll find someone to record it with me, all of that type of stuff. Uh, and I think the last thing that I said to Annie before I took off, or last time we were in a video call, I was just like, hey, don't record the podcast at 3 o'clock in the morning. And I have a feeling that's probably exactly what happened. But that's okay, because I don't have to edit it this time. So it's, yeah, you know, we'll see what, actually, wait. <laughs> I'm going to be back. I might have to edit it. It's all falling apart. Okay, anyways, I uh, hope you enjoyed whatever this episode was. I'm sure it was a lot about esports, um, and this is the slice of life part, so that we fulfill that entire thing that is our topic. This is weird doing this. A lot. How does Andy do this for a whole hour at 3 o'clock in the morning? Uh, it's 4 in the afternoon, and I'm having issues right now. All right, anyways, back to you. Bye-bye. Okay, well, joining me this week is a lovely, lovely individual I'd like to introduce to you all, Bad Girl Breezy. Well, I would love to introduce you, but I think the best way um, to really give a clue into your characters for you to introduce yourself. Absolutely. Um, I am the Apex Director for Oklahoma City Chargers, um, a brand new esports organization here in my own home state of Oklahoma. Really excited. Really awesome here. It's brand new, but we are doing a lot of big things. Uh, we'll talk about that later. I'm also an esports caster, host, content creator. Um, very big on going out and speaking for women, uh, especially our Black women, POC women in the community. Um, speaking to them, telling them how to get involved. Um, you know, encouraging them, showing them successes, and how they can be the next ones up there, like me. So. Wow, so inspiring. <laughs> Would you mind telling me about how you got? involved in all of those things like where where did you yeah. start and how did you like branch out into all of these different things oh um it started during the pandemic about 2019 um was really bored and i've always had a thing for gaming but i did a lot of actual sports not esports but sports 
Uh, so I had a lot of experience with that, but I was missing something. And I remember watching my boyfriend play Apex, and I was like, oh, that looks really fun. Because it was like way more fun than Call of Duty, had bright colors. It was just like, mm-hmm. oh, I was like, I love this. So got into it, and I fell in love. It was like a, just a nosedive. It was instantly, I'm on the, you know, the TikTok checking it out, and I, I built a PC and really just got hands-on with it. Um, got on the Twitch, found the community online for Apex, and then I found tournaments. And I was like, wait a second, there's tournaments for esports. Oh, and that was mind-blowing, finding out about esports and organizations and just like the fact that I, it's basically the same thing as a regular sport, just a little bit different, it's online. And I fell in love. It was like my competitive spirit, the, the want to be able to help women that I wanted to see in my esports league just took over, right? Um, coming across Black Girl Gamers, um, obviously being a co-founder for Girls Got a Game later on, um, really just kind of sparked that. Um, and it's been so exciting taking this ride from just being a content creator to a TO, to a co-founder, director, um, really taking those steps and just honestly being blessed with a lot of different opportunities, like being a broadcast, um, her fellow from 1000 Dreams Fund, which obviously, mm-hmm. and you know, which is, yeah. Like, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, you know, you've done amazing things since you've won. And I mean, that's what I hope to achieve as well as to continue to take this um, and thrive and keep helping women around in, in my community that I want to see up there. Like, I want to see more people who look like me and, and encourage those little girls coming up as well. to love them. Like, mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. be up there next. So um, that's kind of how it's got. I've got nosedive into esports, really. <laughs> um, oh. I felt myself getting a little emotional when you started talking about what you want to do in the future, you know, after winning that fellowship, because yeah, it's like, it's, um, it, for me, it was life changing and I'm really excited to see you go through this process too, especially with the experience that you already have. Like you, you are already doing a lot. You have a lot of experience and this is only going to push you to the next step of whatever it is you want to do. But before we start talking a little bit about, you know, the present and the future, I want to learn a little bit more about what it looked like when you first got into esports, when you discovered these tournaments. What was the scene like for women at that time? Um, I remember there were about two tournaments going around for all for like women, right? And it was all women um, or women only, I should say. And I remember it was, it was interesting. It was really hard to get into one. One, you had to be invited for the woman, like, mm-hmm. and that was basically impossible, right? Unless he had, unless he had a name. Um, the other one was pretty hard to get into as well. And I mean, if you got into it, I'll be honest, uh, you, if you were a newer girl in comp, you were probably going against the toughest girls you uh-huh. could ever think of in comp. And I remember I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, do I want to do this? Like, I, I remember running my buddies and I was like, girls, we're getting monkey stomped. I was like, I don't know if I like if I feel like this is gonna be the the way I want to go. Like maybe we should, you know. And um, but I mean, I think overall it was there was you could tell like the frustration there. Like they wanted more, more prize pools, they wanted more competitions, mm-hmm, they wanted mm-hmm. you know more opportunities, and um, definitely lacking also in just women of color. I found a, maybe a couple, um, but once again, it I was just like <sighs> like I felt just kind of out of place mm-hmm. as you know a small woman of color coming in here. Mm-hmm. Didn't know too much about comp, but was excited, and uh, it was a lot. But I think it's it's definitely growing from where it started. I love seeing Miss Ash rocks. I know she's been doing a lot of Valorant mm-hmm. events, 
it's been so fun seeing her on that because like I'm not I don't play a Valorant like that but like I keep in I keep tabs just for like literally Miss Ashwalks you know uh, Camilla Payne like I love just to be like oh look at them yeah like going like casting out a land to see Miss Ash cast Adeline was amazing like ah oh, I I shed a tear I was like I was so proud of her um, she actually was gonna be a panel guest to, oh. uh, guest star on my DreamCon so if you were in DreamCon. Uh, this upcoming July, she's going to be speaking. So she can kind of give you a little experience of what it's like to speak as a caster at a land. So we want a little bit of that, ladies. Um, but it's, oh, that makes me so happy seeing that. I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so happy for her. Yeah. Um, wow, you've got a lot of stuff going on. DreamCon in July. <laughs> You're going to DreamHack, too, in a couple mm-hmm. of weekends. Um, I saw you post yeah, a little bit about that. Are you doing stuff with Thousand Dreams Fun, stuff on your own as a content creator, hosting a tournament? What's going on there? Uh, That's a couple things. Mm -hmm. Um, There's something that's going to happen there that I can announce once I get to DreamHack um, that they have offered me and I'm beyond thankful and I'm very excited to announce that once I get to DreamHack Dallas for you guys. So give it two weekends, I'll be there. Um, But DreamHack, you know, there are two really awesome ladies. There's gonna be some panels there, you know, speak on. Uh, just like minority, we have a bunch of minority panels. Um, I'll be streaming as well. Uh, trying to figure out what I want to do stream-wise. We'll have that coming up. But I will be speaking um, with like the at the One Thousand Dreams Fun panel, not panel, sorry, booth. The little mm-hmm. One Thousand Dreams Fun booth. Yeah. And I think they're even doing a live charity event because I said I was like sign me up because I love charity events. So hopefully I'll be doing that with them too. So I, I'll hopefully have an itinerary here with all that. <laughs> Just you're just listening things one after the other, and I also know people who are going. They're like, I don't, I don't really know what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna show up, and you like There's out so here. Much. <laughs> like I'm telling you, if you are a creator or anyone that like, or even a tournament organizer, because they hire folks for um, all types of events, look into DreamHack. It is a beautiful place with a lot of opportunities. Amazing folks, like even the DreamHack staff have been some of the most amazing staff. Always so helpful and kind you want to go like I, I love that like those conventions are so much fun i've never been to a dream hack to go. I, was thinking, to change it. I was thinking about going to dallas but it it's like it is a financial investment that i'm not ready oh, yeah. to take yet is traveling for <laughs> gaming conventions so i'll meet you there oh, yeah. one day but oh, yeah. in the meantime you're gonna have to uh you're gonna have to represent us both at the Thousand Dreams Fund booth. Um, And speaking of Thousand Dreams Fund, I know one of the questions they ask you in your application is what is your gaming esports and dream? And kind of what do you want to, what do you hope to do with the fellowship? Mm. Um, I really hope to use it as a way to branch out to more ladies um, and organizations to encourage them to sign these ladies to their teams. Um, Whether it's managers, players, um, wherever it may be, anywhere along production too. Like I want to encourage them, especially the women of color, like see them, see their talents, hire them. Um, a lot of them can get overlooked and, you know, get overshadowed. And I'm like, you gotta really dig deep. And I really wanna be able to help, you know, sign more women's teams, especially women's teams. Uh, Cause that has been, hearing the stories behind the ladies that I've worked with this past month, getting ready for this announcement has been amazing. These, they're strong. They're resilient. They're kind. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of 
family support behind them who are so ecstatic, which makes which means a lot because you know in esports, you know, there's some families that unfortunately don't always encourage. Yeah. Um, and so to really help, just continue to help ladies like I've been helped, and continue to help the women of color that um, come up, you know, after me. So that's really, really what I hope to do with this, and also hopefully maybe even open a huge land so that way we can have an all women's land like all the time, just a bunch of all women's lands. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be really fun. But <laughs> fingers crossed for that. That's a big dream. But yeah. <laughs> so I'm locked on about uh, a certain word you just said. You said this announcement. Mm, mm-hmm. Announcement. Are you? Is this? Can we? You know? Can we friend da this? Like in like. We can friend da yeah. this since uh, since it'll be after this recording. Um, we are releasing our first women's Apex team that is signed. They are uh, yeah. They are officially competing to become it. You know a pro team. We want to see them on the ALGS stage. And um, it's a privilege to be signing the first two black women to compete competitively as well and to represent our team. Not one, but two. And they are amazing women. Oh, this is something I, I've been saying for like a year. I'm like, I'm gonna sign the first black Apex mm-hmm. pro. Like I'm mm-hmm. gonna do it. And she's gonna be amazing. And she's gonna be, and I get to sign too. It is like, by luck, and they're they're so amazing. I cannot wait for you guys to meet them. The announcement video when you watch it, go go ahead and watch it again. Go check it out on YouTube. It's fire. <laughs> we, I I put everything in for it. I was like, these ladies deserve the best, and they're hilarious. These ladies are hilarious. Like they have hurt my sides laughing. You will absolutely adore them, and I'm so excited for all the content you're gonna see featuring these ladies. So, uh, yeah, OKC Chargers, uh, Apex Women's Team, you better watch out. I'm coming for you guys. OKC okay, Chargers. You guys <laughs> are doing your thing. I love that. I love that so much. I mean, we were talking about this a little bit prior to the recording, too. So I got a spoiler. But um, yeah. it's it's really exciting because, I mean, I'm not as involved in Apex as you are. But from what I have observed, I think there's not a lot of signed teams not a lot of signed women's team out there, right? What's the environment kind of look like? Um, I know I, I've seen TSM, at the, yeah. but is are those their content creators or are those their like so that their team? They, that's they have their women's team for TSM, mm-hmm. but I don't. They're not actively competing in circuit right now. Um, also, one of them's EU, so she or well, mm-hmm. sorry, one is, but she's EU, and the other two are NA, so they can't fully I compete see. with each other. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, or so they have four, so three are NA or maybe two are NA, two EU. I'll have to double check, but that's why they can't compete together as a whole. Um, kind of, quite, kind of curious on that one. Maybe one of them's moving over to NA soon because yeah, I was, I was kind of curious about that mm-hmm. about because how you have to for your team has to be in the same region. Yeah. Um, but I know Luminosity. However, they signed two women's teams. Uh, they have the yeah, they have LG Red and LG Blue. It's always the colors. It is every every time. I mean, I get it. I get it. Brands <laughs> have their colors, and it's fun. It's easy to go. Luminosity Red, Luminosity Blue. Like, come on, can we get some like something else here? Like, can we get some originality? Like Luminosity. I like, I don't know what would remember that, but you know something like. Yeah. <laughs> Something brand friendly, yep. just like right. a, a catchy team name, you know. I'm Something, not gonna give an idea because it. what if I give an idea and someone from Luminosity hears it and they don't just take it? I don't have any ideas. I'm just it's so um, I'm just complaining about the colors. It's always the colors, but anyways, <laughs> Luminosity has yeah, two teams. 
Yes, they have two teams. Uh, they signed, I know, one was all NA, and I think mm. the other one might be all NA or maybe EU along that. So um, that's really exciting. And then, of course, there's um, there was one more NA team. But I think there might have been an EU one, but I think they might have already dissolved. That was kind of like a quick put together, but I don't think they were quite ready to think they dissolved. But um, so right now there's about four, four, no, sorry, five. There's another NA. There's also a Hall of Fame one. So there's five signed NA women team right now. So it's pretty impressive. That is impressive, but I'm making this grimacing face because I, I think I've also seen women's tournaments that fill up to 60 teams. So with, really? I feel like I have. There might have been a co-ed one, Maybe. but I mean, mm. impressive. Mm, there have been changes, you know, in the past two years, as we've talked about from when you started discovering mm. Apex to now. Lots of big mm-hmm. changes, but we can still, we can still do more, guys. What if we mm-hmm. see an entire twenty-team lobby with all signed teams? That would be beautiful, wouldn't it? That would be amazing. Oh. Woo, we're almost the halfway already out there. Oh, like it's right there. There are so many ladies I saw out there. Like, to, there's there's five different teams I can name that would that could easily be signed. And especially like if you gave them the coaching and the the mechanics that they need to. Like we've this past month we've been able to you know work in coaching with these ladies with their you know the, with a professional coach and already seeing like results and if you just give them like the time and the resources that they need you'll see these ladies thrive but a lot of them don't have coaching like seriously i sat in with the coaching within the first time and i i I felt like i knew nothing (laughs) i felt like i had never watched a pro league match in my life like i have never talked to a pro and taken notes i was like wait what and you're a caster you should know these things i take and i i take a lot of notes (laughs) so i was sitting here like I would have never thought that. Like I, I know nothing. So just goes to show when it, when it, you really are putting the resources into the the women, like they will thrive. Like when you're actually giving them the chance to be educated, and learn more, just like all these other like pro males or men, whatever that are in the scene, give them the same opportunity. You have to help them too, because those those guys didn't know everything till they had a coach. So the women need coaches too if you want to see them at the same level. It's really mm-hmm. important. You're snuggy. You makes a... me want to just like go to sleep. <laughs> it's a... Oh my, that looks so comfy. I think I've worn this on the podcast, maybe at least. So this is our twentieth episode. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure I've worn this at least six out of the twenty episodes. Because, and I got this uh, story behind this um, sweater too. I almost didn't buy this. It's from a thrift store, and I was just looking at it. I kept touching it, and my friend who I was going thrifting with said, you keep looking at this thing. Just buy it. It's like $10. <laughs> like, And I'm like, I don't I know. Mean, that's a steal. I'm like, I don't know. I, I already have. like, It's a crop hoodie, too. It's it's oversized. <gasps> it's larger than my actual size, so it it's looks like it. a real, like, an actual hoodie. But oh, um, worth it. It was you worth it, but I was like, I already have like four white crop hoodies. I don't need another one. And uh, she, mm-hmm. they convinced me to get this one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, best decision I've ever made. <laughs> I can't even say it was my decision. It was my friend. My friend made the decision. Sometimes for friends me. can direct can can peer pressure you in the best way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
can peer pressure you in the best way. My friends peer pressure me all the time. I'm actually very susceptible to peer pressure. For example, um, most recently, oh my god, is that a cat? <laughs> that yes, is I'm so, so sorry. I think he, he is so loud. I'm like, dude. He's so cute. No, it's okay. I love it. That's adorable. I'm gonna keep that in. That's that's so cute. <laughs> oh no, sorry. He, he he loves the camera. Like he, uh, I can't do name? anything. Tell us about your cat. This fur. You wanna say hi? You wanna say hi, fur? Come here. Say hi to the people. Come here. <laughs> He's a big chunky boy. Oh my, this is my god, big that boy. is a big cat. Okay. <laughs> so, um, He's a big chunky boy. How much does he weigh? You know, size about well. fourteen pounds or so, maybe a little bit more. Yeah, that's he's a got a little bit. Cat. He's a little chick. <laughs> he looks so cranky, but I swear he's the happiest boy. He loves pets, and he would love you. He loves everybody. So <laughs> he looks a he's, little yeah, disgruntled of being picked up, but <laughs> he looks disgruntled. But he secretly loves it. He's just like, "Mom, sit me on your desk," and I'm like, "I can't physically work, my son." Um, and that's that's the real life of people who work at esports. It's we have a lot of usually pets and especially cats. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're you're yeah, always working remote too at your own setup. Yeah. Cat comes on. I don't know. Like whenever I don't live with my cats anymore. They live with my parents. But when I had them, I feel like I was always cleaning cat fur off of my keyboard. Whenever yes. I took the keycaps off, it's like how does this much fur get into the keyboard like the tiny little sliver it doesn't make sense but um i'm sitting here like i'm furiously white i'm like oh my gosh like you didn't even sit on my key and now i'm like maybe he did secretly sit on my keyboard i didn't know when you walked away there's no way there's no way bathroom break or something yeah but (laughs) peer pressure is what we were going to go over um yeah I think most of my tournaments that I've hosted, because I, I host charity tournaments occasionally mm-hmm. myself, um, at first for my own enjoyment, afterwards, mm-hmm. because people told me to, and I was mm. thinking, oh, you know what? That's a great idea. I should host a tournament. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened to you? You know, with like oh, yeah. you, you're a co-founder of Girls Got a Game. Um, you've worked with Black Girl Gamers in the past. You do your own tournaments as well. Does that? Am I? Please tell me I'm not the only one. I just recently had that happen. They're like, really? hey, would you want to help us with this tournament series? I was like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, let me get back to you. Let me get back. I have five thousand things on my plate. Let me get back to you. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, that yeah, it's always a hey, like you should do this or hey could are you interested in maybe helping us with this it's like i wish i could do two thousand things at once like I, I wish i could i was just doing everything but it's it's honestly an honor that people would want me to do things mm-hmm. so like i don't like obviously i'm like oh but also i'm like oh like i wish i could like split myself off into a million pieces um but it, it's, it's also really cool to like you know people would come up to you and be like I, I love your event so much can you do one yeah. like we need you another do another one everybody trust you i trust you I feel like I see your name everywhere. Actually, I don't... Did I tell you about this yet? So I hosted a panel for um, community gaming. It was for International Women's Day, like, two months ago. Um, And I had a few creators on there who are women and non-binary. And one person, Heidi and Hai, who is uh, the owner of Nessie Cult, she... um, 
when I asked her, is there anyone you want to give shout outs to, anyone that you admire, she listed you. I think I clipped it. I still have the VOD oh. somewhere. I'll send it to you later. But um, she's so sweet. She mentioned you, and I was like, yes, I know Breezy. I see Breezy everywhere. You're always doing stuff. And it's all paid oh, off, so clearly. Good. You have a lot of things going on. The yes, con, dream hack, uh, stuff going on at OKC. Any other okay. personal projects you have going on? I'm sure, like, I didn't list all of them, but... Oh, um, so, I mean, I can kind of spill a little bit now that the cat's been out of the bag. Um, the Blackout League is part of a big project I've been working on with OKC, um, along with Black Hand, which mm-hmm. is another amazing mm-hmm. Black-founded org, Black-ran org. Um, they actually have a really, really good pro team that's in APOT South. So if you like your little Australian team, you go check them oh. out. Uh, they're doing really good. Yeah, I'm really excited. But um, we've come together to present the Blackout League, and it's it is amazing. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's a fifty thousand dollar prize pool, um, and I can't give out too many details. Yeah, fifty thousand dollars. Oh my god, which is really impressive. Um, it will have all the details on that. It'll be split. There'll be qualifiers, um, and of course, an online final land, which will have a big prize pool. Really excited for that one because that's you know. It, we're spending for nice, but um, the main thing is is that this league is really special to me because it is an open community league, and it'll be for CC competitors and only, so Challenger Circuit and only competitors. Mm-hmm. You could not have been a pro within the last two ALGS seasons. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. If maybe two years ago you qualified for pro league. That's cool. As long as you haven't qualified the past two years, you are more than welcome to join. Um, but it's it's really to help focus on the fact that this is a community-based event and a community-based event to celebrate our Black and POC communities within our Apex uh, community. So really excited. Um, there's a lot of amazing teams lately. Like like I said, like you said, there's a lot of amazing Black women that have uh, come into the scene. Uh, personally, I've seen a lot of other amazing Black men. Um, just, the, I mean, variety. I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of different amazing uh, POC people come in lately and just been blowing out the water. So... Um, I'm excited to see this representation. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a very um, interactive event. You know, it's the, I want the community to come out, chit chat to each other, be in awe of the VIP of people who are going to be there yeah. and get photos yeah. and, you know, all the fun stuff. You know, buy a bunch of merchandise and, you know, take just, you know, just have really an amazing experience and also get to watch these competitors compete live. Um, and just, we, it's something needed. That community, um, events like FGC has so many lands. Mm-hmm. Apex needs that again to, to help the heart. You know, I think that might be a way to help glue the community back together and make it yeah. stronger. Um, would really love to see, of course, like the Apex staff out there to help too, because I think maybe that'll be a way. Because you know, there's been a lot of strife between even the Apex community, like themselves, and, and the Apex devs, and to help maybe bring that back together. So. Um, it's a really big event. We put a lot of heart into it. I'm really excited. I think it's. I think it's going to be huge. I think it's going to blow up. I think I, I'm excited for hopefully the next year to be able to do it again. So and make it even bigger. <laughs> I'm seeing a common thread throughout everything that you work on. Right? It's like mm-hmm. you're giving a lot to other people. You're uplifting minority populations, whether it be people of color whether it be gender minorities everything you're doing has a lot of um a lot of care a lot of heart in it um 
So as you're giving, you know, so much to other communities, it's important that you keep healthy yourself, right? That you're being mindful of um, how you're doing and what you're doing to empower yourself, what other people are acknowledging, what other people are doing for you as well. So are there any mindfulness, I guess, activities or things you do with intention to keep yourself grounded and healthy? Because you're you are a busy woman, you got a lot of stuff going on. It is extremely busy. Um, I, I've really found that, and it, you, you can make it whatever it may be, but it, it's true about you know when you do live like a really sedentary life like we do, we're always you know typing emails. Like I said, we're a lot online. Mm-hmm. Getting that at least an hour of activity of just moving around. It like you could just literally you can go on a walk, listen to your favorite track, just walk around the neighborhood, whatever it may be. You don't have to go fast. It could just be a nice, gentle walk, calm your mind, let yourself not think about anything that's beyond, just beyond what's going on in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. You just kind of want to focus. Like for me, I love going to the gym, you know, first hour or so, whatever I'm doing, I'll just put on an episode and just have fun. I don't have anything, I'm put on, do not disturb. I'm, you know, locked in unless it's like an emergency, I'm I'm locked in and just having fun, just getting those endorphins out because it's important to move, you'll feel better. and just making sure to like take time for yourself. Sometimes it's so hard to be like, I'm not gonna do this today. Uh-huh. And like, oh, oh, like this past mm-hmm. Sunday, I had to stop myself. I was like, I'm doing a lot of work, and I told myself I wouldn't. I'm taking and off. It's a weekend. I, was like, I did this. Yeah, it's a weekend. I got us. I got us. I, I told myself weekends are for me. I'm working into it. I'm working into it. But um, that's definitely a thing. Is trying to like make sure I have weekends for me. Like I'm not doing as much work. You're not gonna hear from me. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's actually like, so unless, huge, especially in esports where all of the events are on weekends. It's hard to find that mm-hmm. that time off. I've had to schedule blackout weekends where I not like mm-hmm. I, when I say that people get confused because they're like, you, you mean like blackout, like like drinking? No. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, like don't a, the, the opposite. Me. Like, I don't do anything kind of blackout. Like, I'm not doing events. Oh, yeah. I'm not speaking oh, yeah. to people. I am just simply existing by myself and for myself so oh yeah that is that is something that is i i hear you it's hard Mm -hmm. especially when it's Mm -hmm. something that you're so passionate in right it is is. yeah because like it's like like something will happen i'm just gonna keep i'm just more motivated to keep going you know i'm like oh well if i can do that i can do this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and it's just like okay well if i can do that well i I might do this and that like there's then you just get so excited and it is hard to just be like rest um but like i Sometimes, like, I find a nice mixture of rest when I go to the convention sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, that hotel sleep be different. Um, I don't usually go out. You're like, you probably won't find me partying, honestly, at, like, at, like a dream hack. I'm going to be out sleep. You know, cold hotel room, blacked out, like, out after whatever, maybe 10 o'clock. I'm an old lady, bed. Like, like, I'll see you. Expo hall is closed. <laughs> that means convention's done for the day, and I'm done for the day. I'm Time going go. back. I'm yeah. taking a shower. I'm going to cuddle up under the covers. Yep. 100% that's me um, I mean there's a dream hack after party you all see me there because of course I have to come say hi but mm-hmm. you know um, besides that yeah it's because I, I love it I love interacting with the folks and just like talking with them and it will never it, it still will continue to blow my mind when someone comes up to me and is like oh my god hi Reezy and I'm like you know me <laughs> you know me I well hi like I know you <laughs> like what are you talking about like oh my god or and uh oh my god like i had this this sweetest girl who followed me on twitter had no idea and she saw that i had nessies 
and she was like, oh my gosh, she's like, I, you were like, I, I was so scared to come to you. I know you're giving away Nessies, but she's like, I follow you on Twitter and I'm a big fan. And I was just like, let's take a, like a picture. Like here's a Nessie. And she was online. She was like, y'all, I got a Nessie for a reason. I'm just like, I'm going to cry. Give it a stop. Like I, ugh, like I'm just me. Like I, I've, I don't, you know, I know that imposter syndrome definitely hits me hard every day. Cause I'm just like, I'm just me. You know, I've never done anything for the cloud or anything. I just want to do it to help people. I've always loved helping people. Um, and want to continue to help people. So it's just, it blows my mind every time when something like that happens, but it means a lot. And well, this, the community, are, ugh, they're so beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you're drawing in good energy. So you're going to, like, you give out good energy, you bring in good energy, and that's showing. People are excited to meet you. They know you, they see you. I'm excited to have you on the podcast. Heck, <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks for saying lot. yes. Oh, I'm excited because, like, Please, I was looking up to you. Like, I've been looking Stop. up to you. Like, you've this been doing so... This is not what so this is. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I'll shut up. Listen, it, it is about... It is about this. Listen, no, I've been following Annie for, like, a year and a half. Like, she's been doing so much. I'm like, wow. Because, like, no, when she won, she took off. Like, she won her fellowship. She said, bet, this is all I needed. Took off. Was And she's done so much. I'm like, wow, look at her traveling out to these events, doing these A1 podcasts, like, doing this and doing that. Like, speaking on panels. Like, helping these ladies out. Like beautiful job and it is like it encourages me like i love seeing other women do this because i'm like we can all share we can all get a piece of the pie and we can all do it and make a great just overwhelming community of women doing badass things like just do it (laughs) so it's it's amazing it makes me so happy yeah that's why i love the thousand i mean clearly i am a simp (laughs) for thousand dreams fun but the the community that it brings together and the the visibility that they put on women and other gender minorities non-binary folks some trans folk too in gaming is absolutely monumental like just being able to be seen is absolutely huge for a lot of people i think the visibility aspect is really what built me up too because i mean and people don't believe this when i say it uh, but I'm kind of shy, kind of introverted. Like, see, you she scowled at me. No, I am a little shy. And uh, esports is something that I, I've talked about this in a previous episode. If I can remember which one, I'll bring it up in the outro. <laughs> but um, I was pretty introverted, kind of awkward before I got into esports i think esports really forced me to break out of my shell and learn to socialize in a lot of different ways which is weird because the stereotype is you know gamers are introverts who just behind closed curtains live in the darkness and just game on the computer all day which is not wrong but um it's really refreshing to hear a different perspective like you're you're clearly an extrovert you love talking to people and you are excited to go to all of these events you called it energizing when Mm -hmm. i think about conventions i have to mentally prepare myself (laughs) for a few weeks before i actually go and then i come back and i need at least a week of not talking to people before i can uh be a human again so um do you have any advice for, you know, just getting out there, talking to people, bringing the yeah. best of you? 
you yeah. as a nun. I mean, of course, you, Breezy, but also you, the like, listeners. How to bring the best people you like to me yeah. who are kind of introverted and and shy and how my... to bring yourself to the yeah. to yeah, like yeah yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm actually very much. I'm an extroverted introvert. Um, you can't... trust me. Like after oh, oh okay, 100. I like after you know I just I have to recharge my battery just mm-hmm. like you do. I'm very much like I don't like I I like going out and doing that, but like also don't mind being by myself. You know, having that quiet time to work, uh-huh. but um, I'm, you know, that's my main thing. So I guess with me, with my first dream hack, I was a nervous wreck. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to go up to talk to people. I have slowly figured that out. Honestly, this past year is mm-hmm. is how to put myself out there, right? And it's really just finding ways to connect to that person. Like if you're gonna go talk to them, like maybe look at their outfits or something cute. Like you know, mm-hmm. like oh, your, your shoes are really cute today. And it's like, uh, you know, my name is Ola. You know, I I do this. Like what about you? Like what do you like? What do you do? Um, finding little icebreakers that don't make you feel like awkward or uncomfortable. Um, sometimes having friends also co-introduce you. Be like, you know, if you're close to your friend, like hey, like. Do you know this person by chance? Like, if you see them, like, I would love to, you know, say hi. And then they could be like, oh, this is also my friend, blah, blah, blah. And then that gives you, like, kind of a stepping stone to, mm-hmm. to get in there. Because I, for sure, have had to learn how to go up to people, <laughs> which has been yeah. terrifying. And you got to go be like, hey, I'm breezy. And it's like, you got to tell this and this. You're like, and uh, I remember I did it for the girls at our Rewired Fest land. Uh, we had a couple girls go out and play under GGG and... I remember Winks. Winks was there, and she just made this comment. She goes, "You are just such a natural. You just went up to those folks Aww. and just sold it." She's like, "I couldn't even go up to them without stuttering." And I mean, the truth is, you're, you're gonna stutter. You're gonna, you know, trip and fall. But you know, you make a little joke out of it, and you keep going. I like to use humor. That's my way of honestly getting a lot of things. Is getting someone to laugh. Is if I, you know, if I fumble, whatever it may be, um, and that might be your thing. Maybe it's just like crack a joke. If it, you know. Crack a joke or something like, oh, well, you know, that's how the cookie crumbles. Like, I don't know, just whatever it may be. Just something, you know, you know, just play it out. You're not doing a bad job. You could keep, you know, you could keep it up. You can always come back from whatever little stumble you may take. Um, But that's mostly what I've, kind of the steps I've taken to try to get myself out there more. Yeah, good tips. And humor makes people more comfortable, right? If you're Mm going to bring in awkward energy, people are going to give you awkward energy back. (laughs) Like, I think I think I've developed, you know, these uh, personal tools for myself, figured out my way of getting into a conversation, too. But then when somebody doesn't know how to respond or someone comes to me and they're like really awkward about it, I'm just like, I guess I'll see myself out. (laughs) Sorry for bothering you. But um, if that does happen to you guys, by the way, um, Oftentimes, it's probably not an issue with you. It's just, it is awkward sometimes to meet oh, new no, people. It it's like, awkward. it's something you have to get used to. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, how many mm-hmm. conventions have you been to? I see a bunch of badges behind you. Oh, <laughs> my badge, all a shame. Um, shame? This is a flex. Oh, this is a huge flex. So what are you talking um, about? These these are fun. So this is Rewired one. This is really fun uh-huh. from the Rewired Fest I was talking about. Obviously, we have DreamHack. That was my first uh, content one at uh, Atlanta. That was really fun. And then we have back here a bunch of anime one so we have DreamCon, which i'm really excited i'm hoping to get my panel accepted um and then over here there was a little apex event Ooh. a little vip apex oh, event you got cute. into yes i had a little bracelet a... and i have like the signed fuse poster back here because that had yeah. mm, that this 
Hello. Here we go, little fusey fuse. But, um, oh gosh, about 10 or so. Mm -hmm. I think there's a couple up there that aren't up there. Most of them dream hack. <laughs> and then a yeah. bunch of anime ones, because I love anime too, so. So your first dream hack was kind of awkward. This, like, how many? Okay. Which this upcoming one in Dallas? How many mm -hmm. has this been? This is a, a full year around. This will be one, two, three. My fourth one. This will be my fourth one. Clearly, I'm slacking because I mean I've I've been in esports for uh, late 2021. I can't do math right now, but it's been over a year. <laughs> it's approaching two years, and I haven't been to a single one. Oops, my bad. It's a it's you know Dreamhack. I think is it's not overcrowded. It's a very space like area, so it's honestly really nice because you know they have a lot of different areas you can go hang out, and so you don't feel too overcrowded. So it's kind of like a really nice starter for those looking to get into like gaming conventions because mm -hmm. it, it just has a little bit of everything for you. Even some vendors who would go shopping and you know don't want to talk to people. <laughs> um, but don't yeah. say shopping. Oh, I spent too much money convention shopping. Way too much Girl, money. There, there was a whole bath and body anime shop like i got i spent 60 dollars alone it was she was the only she was this like wonderful black woman out there okay. and she had this i listen i spent 20 dollars alone on the black aerial poster i got you know how much i love oh my god miss holly bailey holly bailey please i'm so excited i'm to so see looking movie. forward to that i'm so excited but yeah, I had to go out and buy, like, oh, I spent so much money. And that's so much, like, you can get so much awesome uh, anime merchandise. There's these little, like, um, the little sewn, or whatever they're called, knitted animals and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Ones. so cute. Little yeah, crochet little ones, plushies. big ones. Yeah. Crochet, yes. Um, and then also teams out there. FaZe, Team Liquid, mm -hmm. um, Radiant GG with uh, Ali was out there. Or, yeah, you know, Ali was out there. So there was a lot. So, and of course, 1000 Teams Fun was out there. But it's, it's worth going. Mm -hmm. people. I guess I can be convinced to go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna convince you. That I'll see about the next one if I can. See, I've missed my chance. If, if I was gonna go to anyone, I should have gone to San Diego because I I'm on the West Coast. So. Oh yeah. Uh, oops, oh yeah. My bad. Okay, it's okay. Sorry guys. It's okay. It was the first one um <laughs> over there, so it was really interesting. That was their first West yeah. Coast when they've done. So I was like, oh hmm. Okay, 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 okay. Maybe next year I'll be back. So fingers crossed you can go. Maybe. Again. Or I'll uh make the trek over to the East Coast or um mm -hmm. something. Maybe convince our good friend mm -hmm. Marcus, Mark Swong to uh, come as well to DreamHacks Pushing Buttons podcast at DreamHack. Whoa, I'm crazy. Saying, wow, I'm just saying y'all could definitely apply, especially Atlanta. I heard Atlanta's going to be really, really good this year. I've never been to oh, Atlanta. It would be worth, because the, the the convention that they um, they do it at is right next to the Olympic Park. And so I, got, I took the pictures right in front of like, the Olympic, like big rings and stuff. It's mm -hmm. in a really cool spot. You have a... Any final words for all of these aspiring ladies, non-binary folk, male allies out there? Um, to the allies, keep doing, you know, just keep doing the support, keep doing the thing. You guys, I've seen massive amounts of views for, for women's events, but remember too, there are other ways to support them, you know, uh, equipment, land travel, 
uh, coaching costs. Remember, there are so many things in so many different ways to be able to help these women uh, achieve their goals of becoming pros. If you want to see them out there, you can help them. Um, to the women, non-binary, non-binary pals, uh, all y'all, just know there is somewhere there is somewhere out there for you. You will continue to just continue to fight. We'll continue to fight for you. You will find that space to grow. We're proud of you. You're doing a great job. Given the circumstances you might be going against, whether it might be family or you know you're finding esports trouble, just know, keep going. It's worth it. There's somebody out there for you to help you get those next steps. And uh, I'm excited. I'm hoping to see a lot of more women's and uh, BIPOC focus events, especially overall in esports. You know you'll see mm -hmm. some Apex. So besides that, you guys, just uh, thank you for all the support and just keep supporting all of our pals. Keep supporting minorities in esports. We need it. We need it. <laughs> and one of the ways to uh, give support is to make sure that you're in the loop right? Get news, mm -hmm. spread news. You have a lot of things coming up. So where can we continue to keep up with all of yes. these things going on? Yeah, um, almost all my socials at Reezy, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter is definitely a best spot. Um, I do stream sometimes. I've been trying to stream a little bit more. So you can catch me on Twitch, um, TikTok. I like to make little funnies if you like little funny videos. Uh, like to also, I'm gonna try to vlog a little bit more too Ooh. with the convention. So Ooh. I'm gonna try to vlog. Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. Um, so maybe some vlogs too. So keep your eyes open. Um, yeah, especially my Twitter for that uh, Apex announcement. So if you guys are looking for that with our OKC Apex team, go check that out. I'm so excited. I mean, like this this episode will air after the announcement. Uh, so I've heard, but I'm really excited. <laughs> We're so excited. But Pretty. thank you again, Annie, so much for having me. This was amazing. I just I just love coming out and be able to talk about what I love, what we love. Because we both this is something that we're both really passionate about. Yeah, so it's of just course. Awesome so thank you for joining me. Thank you. And that was Reezy. Wasn't she wonderful? Yeah. So um really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of pushing buttons podcast tried something different this time and i brought on a guest instead of recording by myself that one time so um yeah let me know what you guys thought about it if you guys want to bring on more guests i mean i told reezy we're gonna have her back on in two months marks doesn't know i made that promise marks doesn't even know once again that i had brought on a guest so uh marks let me know what you thought about this too dude um and for those of you who aren't following us already if you've enjoyed this episode please make sure to leave a like on our youtube video uh follow on spotify subscribe on youtube follow on twitter uh all of the socials things twitter is at push but at pushing buttons pod on twitter give us a follow we post clips there sometimes um i'll get this i'll get this outro down one day eventually today is not the day um uh yeah, I, I don't have anyone here to ask for final thoughts. And honestly, I could have ended this recording already, but because I am incredibly awkward and I think this is funny to some extent, I think I'll just keep it in. But um, 
yeah, sorry, won't hold you guys here much longer. Have a great day, night, evening, wherever the heck you are and whatever time you are heckin' listening to this at heck. Bye.